We all want to be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. All right, here we go. Here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Hello, my friend, and welcome back to the Positively Real podcast. I am your host and your coach, Brittany Hang, and I'm so stoked to be with you right now. Before I scheduled my podcast, I got a, my weekly one-on-one mindset coaching. I love to do it on Monday morning. I think it just gets me in the perfect headspace to approach the rest of the week. And as always, coaching is so powerful and so mind-blowing. Like whenever I think I figured something out and then I get coaching on it, it always just makes me go, like my brain is just, it feels like it's um, free. It's free of the limitations and the excuses and the thoughts that are holding me back. And just, it's crazy in 30 minutes, how one simple question and then reframing it and showing where my mind is at can shift how I feel energetically in my body. So I am lit up and excited to be here with you today, sharing this podcast episode with you, my friend. So you might've heard me recently talk about the success reinvention framework. And this framework is a process that I walked myself through and I walked my clients through And this process is designed to create sustainable success in our lives. So in case you don't know, I work with and I help high achievers reinvent success, gain clarity on what they want, and I help them execute without the hustle. And a byproduct of that is slowing down to speed up, slowing down in their life so they can enjoy the life that they have created for themselves. And I see this all the time with my clients that they feel ungrateful for the life that they have because they want something different or they want something more and they feel like something's wrong, that they just need to be grateful for all that they have and that it's good enough. And I'm a big fan of gratitude. And I do think it's important to feel grateful and abundant of the life you've created. And you can also want to grow and evolve and see where your potential truly lies. So you can feel grateful for the life that you have, and you can want to grow there. It's not one or the other. If you want to expand, if you want to get to new levels in your life, you have permission to be grateful and want more. There's nothing wrong with that. Now, what happens is, and this is what I see time and time again, is we often are hustling. We are taking action from a place of fear. We're taking action from a place of urgency that we have to do all the things or else something bad is going to happen. Have you ever had that thought? 
that if you stop taking action, everything that you're doing is going to fall apart. Yeah, me too. So don't worry, my friend, you are not alone. And that's why I'm here. I'm here to help you reach ultimate fulfillment, create sustainable success in your life so that you can allow yourself to be who you want to be in this world. And I think that this work is so important because my lovely high achievers, they are constantly doing and achieving and going for external validation. And what happens when you stop needing that external validation and you turn that focus and attention inward, you create something magical for yourself and for the world. You create something from your zone of genius, from your inherent value that didn't exist before you had that idea. And I see this time and time again. I work with these incredible women that have such gifts and superpowers. And when they slow down enough to tap into that space within them, there is this energy that is unlocked and it takes them to the next level. So just imagine that we stop needing external validation and we go inward and we seek what we need from within us and we create from that place. How different our lives would be if we could do that. So I just want to do a little check-in with you. Do you find yourself going from thing to thing without really noticing how you're feeling while you're taking action? Would you say that you are addicted to the hustle? Like the hustle is just all that you know? Are you addicted to high achieving? Do you just love the dopamine hit of achieving and crossing things off the list? But do you stop long enough to appreciate what you have accomplished? And if you are saying yes, or you're nodding your head, I'm right there with you. I've been there and it only takes you so far. You cannot sustain success in your life by approaching it from the hustle. Now, here's the deal. Hustle is not necessarily, you know, we don't want to look at it as like a dirty word, as a negative thing. You know, sometimes that hustle, the energy creates, produces amazing things that blow our mind. But the thing is, it only can take us so far. We can't withhold. We can't maintain that level of hustle all the time. We need to take breaks. We need to rest. So while you might have approached your work and your life from that place in the past, if you try to continue to operate at that level, you're going to have to take a break. It's either an intentional break that you decide or an unintentional break that your body and your mind decides. And so my goal, my purpose, my mission is to help you not get to that place of total burnout. I don't want you to get to a place where you're forced to take a break because your body is just toasted. It's just done. So I'm going to walk you through my framework, my process to success reinvention. And I want you to, if you're, if you're listening to this episode and you're not driving and you're taking notes, or maybe you are on a walk. I want you to just notice the things that might stand out to you. So not in the sense that like, oh my God, I need to do all of this at once, but there might be certain things that I touch on that really resonate with you. And I want you to really hone in on that area. 
because I believe how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you focus on one area of your life and really go all in on that area, it will trickle into how you do uh, things in other areas of your life. So if there's something that really stands out to you, there's a reason. There's a reason it's telling you to pay attention. If I if I say something that really strikes a chord, that is your invitation to really pay attention to what's coming up for you as I'm talking through this process. Okay? So the the purpose of this framework, the intention of it is to teach you how to have it all because I believe in my core you can have it all. You can have the successful career. You can have the family life. You can travel. You can be an amazing friend, an amazing partner. Like whatever your belief of having it all is or whatever you think having it all is, I believe that for you. Now, the way that our society has programmed us to believe to get it all doesn't work. And it never worked, really but it truly doesn't work now. In our modern times, it just does not work. It does not support our nervous system, cannot handle the overload of the pressure and the expectations and the doing. So we really need to slow things down in order to achieve more. Now on my desk, I have this card that says, I can do less and attract more. And this is my constant reminder to slow down that when I am feeling peace, and calm and ease, that is when I'm the most successful in my business and in my life. Every single time. There hasn't been a time where I haven't been slowing down where things just happen. They just happen or they fell into place and I felt really calm while taking action. And I really want that for you. Now, this might feel uncomfortable at first because you might not be used to feeling calm or at ease while taking action. But with practice, with awareness, with intention, I promise you that this is available for you as well. So I hope by the end of this episode that you are on board with me to unsubscribe from the hustle culture, right? So you can create amazing results in your life. Like you can have that incredible home life and the successful business or and the successful career. You can be present with your family and you can take care of yourself as well. You can make time for yourself. You can prioritize yourself. I really want to hone in on that for you because if you think that it's one or the other and you're stuck in black and white thinking by the end of this episode, I hope that you can see that gray area of and is the answer to all of the challenges that you face. Okay. So doing a little check-in right now, like, are you making decisions from a place of fear or a place of empowerment? And the way that you'll know is how your body feels when you approach your day-to-day, when you approach the circumstances in your life. So fear is very hustly driven. You kind of feel like, um, panic. There's a lot of frantic energy that's coming from you. Empowerment comes from a place of calm confidence place from a place of grounded certainty. So just check in. And I want to see by the end of this episode, if something has shifted within you that may want, that might help you make decisions from a place of empowerment versus fear. So in the 
success reinvention framework. You know, what we're striving for is sustained success, which I also equate to fulfillment, right? Like we want to feel fulfilled in our day-to-day life. And in order to feel fulfilled in our day-to-day life, there's a couple of things that need to happen. First, you need to get aligned with your mind, body, and spirit. If you don't have alignment in your mind, body, and spirit, nothing else is going to work. Having that strong foundation of how you're taking care of your mind, how you're taking care of your body, how you're taking care of your spirit, everything else is built on top of that. So if you are consuming a lot of media that's making you feel really hopeless or in a place of despair, if you are not fueling your body with nourishing food, if you're not getting enough sleep, um, if you feel like you're tired all the time, if you feel like you cannot slow down, if you are not connected to your inner world, that is the first area that we hone in on to make sure that your habits, your daily habits align with the place that you want to go. So aligning your mind, body, spirit is where we start. The next area that has to come into play if you want fulfillment and you want sustained success is value. And this is the value that you're providing to your life and also the value that you're providing to the lives around you. So really tapping into like what your contribution is to this world. Now, this doesn't mean um, you have to have your own business to provide value. A lot of times just providing value is being in alignment with your true essence, being in alignment with your value, showing up from that place, which helps you align with your quote unquote best self. So what is your contribution to the world? That needs to be in place in order to create that sustained success in order to create ultimate fulfillment. And the last thing that you need to hone in on is your relationship with discomfort. You know, we as species love to be comfortable. So whenever something is uncomfortable, we tend to want to run away from it. And we think something's gone wrong when in fact, leaning into the discomfort is actually what helps us evolve to the next version of ourselves. So you really have to learn how to embrace discomfort and all of the goodness that comes with it. So I'll walk you through how I take my clients through this process so that they can create success and fulfillment in their life. So in the the space of aligning and taking care of your mind, body, spirit, first, we have to know where we're going. And this is what I talk about on my podcast is your relationship with your future self and how important that is. Most people don't connect with their future self. They think that concept is like too woo-woo for them, Uh, but really like being able to connect with your future self and and gain wisdom from her is key to create the success that you want to create in your life. You know, most people haven't actually sat down to decide what success means to them. You know, we often equate success to how much money we make, but I know people that are making a lot of money and they're completely miserable because they don't have a relationship with their family. They're working all the time. They feel guilty when they're not working. So like to me, that's not success. So you have to sit down and define and visualize what the most successful version of yourself is. That could be taking off for the summer, renting an RV and traveling around the country. That could mean working three days a week and being a full-time mom. That could mean working a full-time job, but taking the weekends off. 
That could mean having intentional rest days. I mean, really, it is so subjective and it's truly up to you to define and decide what success means to you, right? Now, the problem is most of us are so busy doing all the time, right? That we don't actually know the direction that we want to go. We're just so caught up in the day-to-day. We're so caught up in the to-do list. So we're constantly busy and we're constantly doing, but we're feeling unfulfilled by everyday life. And this is because we have this need to put everything else and everyone else first. So we go way down on the to-do list. And sometimes we don't even make the to-do list. But when you visualize your future self living in that place of ultimate success that you desire, she is going to guide you. So the way that we um, solve for this problem of feeling disconnected from our future self, higher self, however you want to um, think about her, the thing that we need to do is create the space to connect with her. And when you sit down and you have intentional space to meet your future self, you start to embody her in the present moment. So you know where you're going. She's your guide, but you don't have to wait until you're there because the way that you get there is by living into your future, by showing up as her in the present. So this comes down to your daily habits. This comes down to how you're showing up and taking care of yourself every single day. So that's the first thing that we do. The next thing that we do is unsubscribe to the hustle and own your worth. So the problem is so many of us, our self-worth is wrapped up in our achievements it's wrapped up in doing and being a certain way for certain people. And we have a lot of beliefs. We have a lot of beliefs, a lot of thoughts about our value and our worth from our society. You know, we have learned, we've been programmed to believe that our worth comes from our work, from our achievement. But have you actually sat down to question if that belief serves you and where it comes from? So in the process of unsubscribing to the hustle and owning your worth, we dig into all of the beliefs around self-worth, around time, and especially around money. We have a lot of belief that we need to hustle to make a lot of money. And we've never sat down, right? You've never sat down to question it, to look at that belief and, and see how it serves you. Because most likely it doesn't serve you. And it's the exact thing that's holding you back. So in this process, I walk you through a unsubscribing process to help you take all of the beliefs, dump them all out, let go of the ones that don't serve you, and then come up with a belief plan of the ones that are going to serve you, that are going to help you create fulfillment and ultimate success in your life. So developing this practice doesn't just happen. You can't just snap your fingers and be like, I'm just going to believe something different. It's a daily practice. So in a coaching container, you have the space to practice, to get feedback on it, to overcome any blocks that come up as you are going through this practice. And this is probably the most important thing that you can do in this process, in this framework. Because our beliefs, our thoughts about ourselves, about our world, about time, 
about money create how we feel. And those feelings, that moves us into action or it keeps us in inaction. So if we have all of these beliefs behind the scenes in our subconscious that are literally driving the vehicle, we can only create so much in our life. We can only go as far as our beliefs allow us to go. And we hit this upper limit and it stops us from evolving to the next level. It stops us from accessing the emotions that are going to fuel you and propel you forward. And instead it has you self-sabotage and go back to a place that your brain is more comfortable with. So being in a container where you can really unearth these beliefs and unsubscribe the hustle is going to help you create sustained success in your life. The next thing that we have to do is focus on feeling your feels, because when you feel your feels, you set yourself free. So, you know, in the process of unsubscribing to the beliefs, I mentioned how your emotions drive your actions, right? And your emotions come from your thoughts. Now we have 50, 60, 70,000 thoughts a day. So we have a lot of thoughts and a lot of emotions that come from those thoughts. And a lot of times we're not aware of what thoughts create the emotion. So being able to practice allowing and processing and sitting in emotions is key to your success. And I say that with so much certainty, because that was my experience. I look at my mentors. I look at the people that are doing the things that I want to do. And the biggest difference between me and them is their ability to sit and process and feel all of their negative emotions. And I'm like, I'm in this work constantly because there's certain negative emotions that I have a much harder time feeling than others. And it's really just allowing yourself to be okay with being in that discomfort. So feeling your feels and the problem that so many of us run into is we, we take action to avoid feeling negative emotion. So that's a big part of the hustle culture is we're taking action to avoid feeling self-doubt. We're taking action to avoid feeling uncertainty. We're taking action to avoid feeling disappointed or frustrated. And so we're constantly doing, we're doing, 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 we're taking action and you cannot out action yourself from negative emotion because the negative emotion is always going to be there and it's going to follow you and it's going to grow and it's going to grow and it's going to grow until you get to a point where it overflows. Okay. So if you're always working and you're always doing, and you're not taking time off and you're not giving your brain and your body a rest, right? It, this will backfire. And I know it because I've been there and I work with all the clients that have also been there as well. Right. Listen, I know that the problem that comes with this is thinking you don't have time to feel your emotions because it doesn't feel safe. But in a coaching container, you learn how to process your emotions, how to create safety in your environment so that they don't hold you back. Okay. So the solution is really learning how to sit with it process instead of what we do as a society, which is avoid or resist or react, but really avoiding and resisting are the two main things that I see all the time. And our culture, our society makes it super easy to avoid. We have social media, we have online shopping, we have dopamine hits on dopamine hits on dopamine hits at any given moment at our fingertip. So it's so important to have the space where you can allow yourself to process and feel instead of avoid, because by avoiding it, it's going to come back. It is not going to go anywhere because the emotion is in 
your body. Okay. So this is the process for taking care of your mind, body, spirit, aligning your mind, body, spirit. This is the beautiful foundation that we build everything else on. So then the next phase of the reinvention framework is the contribution. This is where you are creating value. And the way that we do this is by playing more and working less. Now, I don't want this to get confused with not working. It's not what I'm saying, but it's working less on the things that do not fill you up, working less on the things that are not aligned with who you are and where you're going. So the way that we do this is first, we get really good at scheduling, following through with our schedule, but most importantly, scheduling time for joy and delight. I know this seems so silly, right? And so simple, but if I asked you like, what brings you joy? And and if you looked at what you did in the past week, like, did you do anything that lights you up? That's just for you, not making other people happy. You know, I ask people like, what brings you joy? And it's like, oh, you know, making other people happy or making sure other people are are good. And I'm like, that's great. And I also like it, it fuels me when I'm in service and I'm helping people. But when it's at the expense of my emotional well-being, this does a huge disservice for me and the people that I'm showing up for. So scheduling time for joy and delight. Now, if you don't know what lights you up and if you don't have a list of things that are fun, that are just for you, or you just have this thought that you just don't have time for it, this is your invitation to make joy, make fun a priority. So the solution is looking at your calendar, looking at your to-do list and editing. We're editing, we're delegating, and we are deleting anything that drains your energy and inputting things that bring your energy levels up. So looking at your to-do list, right? Looking at your calendar, like going through and, and deleting is everything absolutely necessary, right? And most likely it's not. We're just so used to constantly doing and filling our calendar with all the things that we've never actually taken the time to stop. Be like, hey, this is not serving me and it's actually not important. So you really want to look at your tasks as the things that are going to have the biggest impact on your work and your life. Focusing your energy on those things and letting everything else get deleted or edited will make a huge shift in your energy levels because then you will be able to focus on the things that light you up. It doesn't have to be a whole day's worth of things. It can just be something so small, but over time, that small little act of fun, joy, or delight, it will compound and it will bring an energy to your life that you've never experienced before. And this will ripple into all of your interactions with everyone else in your life. And that's truly so powerful. Telling you, if you are not making time for fun, if you are not making time for joy, delight, this is your sign to start incorporating this into your schedule in your life. The next thing that we focus on is creating loving boundaries because we can have a beautiful schedule and we can have time for fun and joy, but life is going to happen. There's going to be things, there's going to be people, there's going to be circumstances that come up. They're going to want to take you away from this. 
It is your responsibility to create a loving boundary in your life around these things. When you're very clear on what's most important, and if something comes in that takes you away from that, and you can feel it pulling, right? It's pulling you out of alignment. That is your indicator. That is your sign to set a boundary. Now, a lot of times people have a hard time saying no. That's the problem, right? You have a hard time saying no. They end up saying yes to things that aren't aligned with what they want. But when you set a boundary, it's always coming from a place of love, love for yourself and love for the person or thing that you're setting the boundary with. So the boundary really is a way to protect your energy and time, but it also is a way to show people how you want to be treated. Now you can't control people. A boundary is not a way to control someone else because newsflash, you cannot control someone else but a boundary can show how you want to be treated. Now, a lot of times people have a hard time setting boundaries because they're worried about letting other people down. So they rather let themselves down. So in a coaching container, we really work through those beliefs around why you have a hard time setting the boundary. So you learn how to say yes to less so you can say yes to the things that matter to you. And by doing this, you were tapping into that value, that inherent value that you have, that contribution that you're making to the world by being in alignment with who you truly are. So the last piece of the work, let play more work less um, of the framework is working your strengths and aligning with your core values. So we have inherent values that it's who who we are at our our core. And then we have like accomplishment values. And the accomplishment values are the things that we've done externally that we have set out for our life, which are great. However, it's very fleeting. And we create that cycle of needing the external validation to prove that we are worthy. When you are working in your strengths and you are living in alignment with your values, and you'll notice when you do this work that your values and your strengths often have a lot of crossover, and that's not by accident, that's not a coincidence. When you're living from that place, you learn that your self-worth and your value is inherent in your being. And then you learn how to show up from that place. 80% of the time, you know, sometimes we got to give yourself some wiggle room. Like we constantly are like are flowing back and forth, but if you can show up in your core values, if you can be working in your strengths, you are going to unlock your superpower. And that my friend, that is your contribution to the world. And what's best about that is the way that you make a lot of money. The way that you make a lot of money is not by working harder. The way that you make a lot of money is by providing value, providing value for your job, providing value for your business, providing value in the lives, the people that you're interacting with. So if you don't know what your zone of genius is, if you are not living in alignment with your values, you are limiting your capacity to bring in a ton of money. This is how it works. This is how the world works. This is how it works making money. I mean, really stop and think about the last thing that you paid for, what value you were paying for, what that exchange was. Okay. And the last piece of the framework is learning to embrace discomfort, getting comfortable in the uncomfortable. So what that looks like is learning to fail forward, right? 
So many of my clients come to me and they're so afraid of failing. They're so afraid of letting people down. They're so afraid of disappointing people that they rather disappoint themselves ahead of time, that they rather fail ahead of time, but not by not going after what they truly desire, right? So they hide behind their work instead of sharing their gift, their essence to the world. So the way that we solve for this is learning how to regulate our nervous system, right? Learning how to breathe and create safety from within, learning how to embrace failure in the sense of taking action that requires you to put you in a situation where you can fail and fall flat on your face. Because every time you do that, every time you fail and fall flat on your face, you learn the skill of rebounding, of coming back stronger and learning that failing is not a problem. Because if you want to be successful, if you want to create the ultimate success in your life, the way that you define success, what you're going to have to do is create a ton of failures. And there is nothing wrong with that. But because we've been conditioned in traditional school, that failure is a bad thing. We grow up and we become adults and we're living our life and we're walking around terrified of failing. We're so afraid to fail. And so the last piece is learning to embrace that failure, learning to embrace that discomfort and not only embrace it, but seek it out. How much fun is, would it be if you shift your relationship with failure? And instead of being like, oh, I don't want to fail. I don't want to put my work out there. I don't want to do this. I don't want to go after what my heart desires. If you were like, let's go. If I'm failing, this is me going after it. That feels so much more empowering than hiding and failing ahead of time. So the next piece after failing is celebrating. Gosh, it is so wild how many clients come to me and they have such a hard time feeling proud of themselves. They have a treasure trove of trophies of their accomplishments, things that have like blown their mind, yet they are not proud of themselves and they feel really uncomfortable and they have almost an intolerance to the success that they have created. So instead of feeling proud and receiving, they just move on to the next thing. They deflect. They're like, oh, you know, that won't happen again. And so we really get into the space of celebrating our success. And then we also get into a space of evaluating how we got there. You know, I ran into this so many times is like, I would have success, would reach my goals. And then I would think, oh, this is a fluke. It's not going to happen again. <laughs> like, how crazy is that? Like, I'd be like, oh no, this isn't going to happen again. Even when it happened again, I'd be like, no. This is, and it was because I didn't allow myself the space to have the success that I was creating. And I was in this upper limit that I was like, not allowing myself to access the feel good emotions that were on the other side of me, like downplaying what I've created. So instead of not allowing it, we celebrate it and evaluate what we did to get there. And then on top of that, we look at what wasn't working, what didn't work. And then we learn from that and we apply it the next time around. So instead of like jumping into the next thing, we learn, we keep doing what's working. We keep honing in on that. And then we make adjustments on the things that are not working that help propel us to that next level. And then the last piece, and I think this is where most people find the most on discomfort is resting and rejuvenating, intentional 
self-care. And this is a part that most people find super uncomfortable because of the belief that they do not deserve to rest, that they are lazy if they rest, that they could be doing so many other things instead of resting. When in fact, intentional rest, especially after achieving a goal, helps expand your capacity to have that success. And I'm talking like nothing on the calendar, maybe scheduling intentional rest time, but knowing when you're there, you don't need to be doing laundry. You don't need to be catching up on work. You don't need to be running errands, like literally just allowing yourself to just be. And this is so uncomfortable for my high achievers, my doers, my goers, my mover and shakers. But I'm telling you, if you want to have sustained success and you want to live into your full potential, having intentional time to rest and rejuvenate and that intentional self-care and loving yourself in that process is going to create an amazing, abundant life for you. I deeply believe in my core that the way you achieve more is by doing less and you can slow down so you can appreciate all that you have created in your life. It's not just going to go away. You are so worthy and you are so deserving of it. And I know what it's like to wake up and feel like it's all going to go away and you're not deserving of it. And what I've learned through this process is waking up every single day and deciding worthiness is a choice. Enoughness is a choice. And just sitting in that of like, this is enough. Where I'm at is enough. And I get to grow and expand into the most abundant, beautiful life, not from a place of insufficiency, not from a place of lack. And I'm telling you, my friend, if you can shift into that mentality, everything that you want is already yours. It's already yours. And you have the runway to go out and get it. There's nothing blocking you when you come from this place of expansiveness versus this place of unworthiness. So this is the success reinvention framework. This is a process that I myself have gone through. I am a student of my own work. And when I look back at what really worked for me, these were the key areas that stood out was aligning my mind, body, spirit, living in my place of value and contribution and learning how to embrace discomfort. It has changed my life. It has changed the game. And what I've noticed is every new level I get to, I have to reapply this method. I have to be like, okay, this is my new level. Instead of being like, okay, we need to keep going. I have to come back and slow my roll and slow down and drop into this process because I know in order to live into my potential, this is the way there. So let me know if you have any questions, anything at all that has come up through this episode, anything that really stood out. As I talk through it, if you heard me say something that really resonated with you, that you were like, oh my gosh, I have such a hard time setting boundaries. I say yes to everything and no to myself, or you have, um, you feel really uncomfortable when it comes to failure. You avoid anything that puts you in a position where you might fail. Like if there's anything that you heard that you were like, oh my gosh, this might be the solution. I got you. Let's hop on a 45 minute connection call where I can assess with you kind of the areas that you want to hone in on and really work on. Because like I said, how you do everything is 
how you do anything is how you do everything. So if you work on one area, the other areas of your life will improve. And it's truly remarkable when you start getting into this work and you start showing up for your life consistently and you make yourself a priority, how it impacts every other area. So like I said at the beginning, I deeply believe you can have it all. And I found that this is the way. Slowing down, getting clear, taking time to rest, all the things. I'm telling you, you want it all. This is the way, my friend. This is the way. And I know that I can help you with it deep in my core. So if you have any questions about this process, please reach out, send me a message on Instagram. If you want to hop on a call, there's a link in the show notes. I would love to chat with you. And, uh, you know, even if you don't take any action from this call, I want you to just ask yourself, you know, how do you define success? How do you define the success and ask yourself, am I living in alignment with that definition? And if not, what is one thing that I can think or believe today that will help me be in alignment with my definition of success? Even if that's the only thing you take away from this episode, then you are on the right path, my friend. All right. Until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your light shine because you are so worthy of it, my friend. Until next time. 